Hi, I'm Pete Seligman. Welcome to the Next Step Podcast. In this season, we're going to be focusing on search, search funds, entrepreneurship through acquisition, and all things related to that community and that ecosystem, particularly focusing on how can we build the marketplace in Australia and start to encourage more searchers to come to market and get to the point where they can own, operate their own business. Today on The Next Step, I speak to Rob Gaunt. He's the Chief Executive Officer of ACE Training, and he's only just recently taken that role after he successfully completed an acquisition as a searcher and potentially even Australia's first traditionally funded successful search. It's a really exciting time for Rob because he's been through about a nine to 12 month search. He's had the opportunity to look at a whole range of businesses across Australia in that time and then finally managed to wrestle one down and get to completion with ACE Training. So I'm going to use this opportunity to speak to him about how he came to search in the first place, what his reflections on the search phase were, what it looked like to actually then work through a deal and get to completion. And now, even though he's only a couple of weeks in, what it feels like to be in that hot seat of being the CEO and what his plans are for the future. So for anyone that's out there that's thinking about taking on a search, I think Rob will have some really raw, recent, first-hand experience to share, and I'm really looking forward to the conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Morning, Rob. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode of The Next Step. It's great to have you here. I know you're busy, so we'll make sure that we keep this short and sweet and very efficient, but I'm pretty sure it's an exciting type of busy for you right now. Do you want to just give us a quick update on what the last two weeks has entailed for you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, thanks for having me. I've been a big fan of the podcast, so so very excited to be on. The last two weeks, well, we closed the transaction for for Ace Training, the, the company that I'm I'm now in the driver's seat of, which was you know a, a mixture of an anticlimax and excitement all in one. So the deal got closed, and I've I've now been officially in the the operating position for for the better part of two weeks. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of a lot of things on my mind. You know, getting used to working with the team and establishing some of those norms has, has been been fun. But I've been enjoying it so far. You know, it's it's what we came for. So very exciting. Yeah, great. I mean, it's it's really interesting time to have this conversation, right? Because you're just over that hurdle and you just jumped into the hot seat. So I think the space you're in right now will provide some interesting reflections, probably for us to both to listen back to in twelve months' time as well, just to see how it all Absolutely. played out. Absolutely. Yeah. To help us understand how how we got to this point, do you want to just give us a quick background on kind of where your career came from but before search and then kind of lead into what it was about search that made you interested? Yeah, sure. So look, I started off my career in sales. I started off as a commission-only photocopier salesman and loved that. And, And it really wasn't a career move. It was just something that I gravitated towards and, and quickly learned the value of commission and you know what you what you put in, you get out and you can do very well out of that when, you, when you're successful. At the same time as, as that, my, my father was running a company over in England and he was looking at changing the revenue model to a more rental-based contract sales. So I was chatting to him for a while while he was doing that and he needed someone to come over and lead the team there and you know, implement some of the changes. So I ended up going over to England to to join this this little company in about three hours out of London. What started off as a two-year project ended as five years, and I, I progressed my way up the company and, and ended up running it for, for the last two as CEO. And I learned a whole lot in that process. The business there was owned by an Australian listed company, 
And, you know, often the, the things you learn come from not just the good bits, but in particular, some of the negatives as well. So there were a number of things that I was exposed to as, as part of that, that made me realize a couple of key things. So, you know, first of all, having shareholder support and alignment, making sure that the business has the resources to do what it wants to do. In my last kind of couple of months with the with the business in England, I was looking at making some additional acquisitions and trying to scale the business. And it just wasn't the the focus for the public company. It was never going to get the return that it needed for its shareholders. So I wasn't getting support there. And, the, you know, we, we had a couple of failed capital raisings as well. So I really learned to value some of those key fundamentals in what makes a business successful. Even if you've, you've got the people there and you've got the structure, it, it can also be about the alignment and the resources. So at, at the end of that, we, we sold that asset. The company did quite well out of that transaction. I had some great experience and, and then wasn't really quite sure what to do. So I, I decided to come back and do an MBA with Macquarie and really take two years to, to move back to Australia. I, I just got married. We're just about to have a first child and thought, you know what, I'm just going to use this time to, to see what, what I can do. And I approached that period with a, with a lot of reflection. So I, I really wanted to sink everything into the next thing I did. I, I knew that it was going to be it was going to be a pivotal point in my life. I had no idea what that was. I had a couple of a couple of thoughts, but I, I started speaking to a lot of people, knowing that you know you don't the answer doesn't just fall in your lap. You've got to go through a process in, in finding what you wanted to do. And it was it was around halfway through my MBA when I was chatting to a good friend of mine who was at followed a similar path just a, a year or two ahead of me. So he was working for Macquarie Bank in England, then went to, to INSEAD and then working at BCG. And I was telling him that I wanted to play in the SME space. I liked the fact that you could go in and change these companies and be the one pulling on the levers and really be the catalyst for growth. You know, I'd seen the team grow alongside me at, at the company in England. So I thought, you know, if I could find a way to replicate that, that would be awesome. Again, the the thoughts come in your mind is, you know, well, you don't have capital behind you. You're 30 year old with no real track record. So there's all the normal thoughts come in, but I thought if I could structure a way of, of doing that, that would be, that would be. And I originally thought that taking over an underperforming asset of someone's portfolio may be the way, and I would just take any upside of what we generated or, you know, so th those are kind of lines I was thinking. And I was, I was talking about this with my friend and he said he'd been through the search subject at INSEAD and he said, what you're talking about is fundamentally a search fund. And that sparked the whole conversation is what is search? Um, you know, he, he explained it to me in concept and I was like, that's pretty much it. That's that's almost exactly what I want to do. This is just a way better way of doing it than, than what I thought. So I, I started researching and I started tailoring my subjects towards what I thought would fit with a search fund. That's the time that I started engaging with, with SME Ventures. I, I think it was literally, I reached out to Jake one evening while I was Googling and scheduled a call and, and had it. And I just said, hi, I'm, I'm Rob and I'm going to be doing a search fund. I just don't know how yet. Yeah. That's kind of how the conversation started. Yeah, wow. I mean, that it's it's interesting. Quite a few people I speak to that are either in the process of considering a search or underway. The similarities between the story you just told are around the fact that they always knew that they wanted to do this thing. They were just looking for a way in which they could do it. So they always knew that they wanted to kind of, 
you know, build, own, operate a business of their own. They just didn't know quite how to get those pieces together. And so then search kind of comes across them somehow through an introduction or some kind of conversation. And they're like, yes, okay, now there's a model that actually brings to life what I was trying to achieve in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because when you talk to people about it, you know, if if someone hasn't heard of search funds and you say, I'm going to go out and raise some money to find a company to buy and then get the money to buy it and run it. It sounds almost absurd. Like, who are you to go and do that? And then you hear about this model and, you know, this this huge thing overseas and all these success stories. And you're like, well, if they can do it, why can't I? And it's like anything, you know, you break it down into the small, the small processes and it becomes a lot more achievable. Mm, absolutely. And I think also it is one of those things where, the more you've seen other people do it, the more it becomes real. And I think in other markets, there's a lot more examples of people that have done it successfully. And I think in Australia, we're just new. That's all. You know, there's just less people that have done it. And frankly, you know, thanks to you, we've now got another person that's well on their way, which is great for the market because it means we've got more people that we can point to to say, look, this is what the process looks like. And this is why it is something that's real that can work. For sure. There's there's that exposure element that Australia just hasn't had. And, you know, I was fortunate. It was coincidental that I attended a seminar that Alex Simmons and Jake were holding while I was in the, the NBA. And there's I think there's about 40, 50 people there. And it was one of those moments where it felt like I was the only person in the room and they were just talking directly to me. And and that was really one of the critical points where I was like, you know, I'd, I'd read all these things. I'd listened to the podcast. I'd I knew it was there, but when I saw it in front of me, that's when I was like, okay, this, this is a real thing. Mm. So I, I think as, as Australia, as the market becomes more educated on the model and, you know, I think that adoption rate is, is just going to increase and increase. Yeah. And another question that comes to mind when people are thinking about doing a search. So just say that that they've kind of been through the process that you've been through. They've identified the fact that, you know what, the the traditional search model is something that might suit me. The next question that often, often comes up is how do I actually bring that to life? And obviously there's a method by which you can kind of run that race on your own, but also you know, there are people out there and businesses out there like Jake and SME who can actually help people along the way. And that's the path that you took. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with SME Ventures and and, and how that helped you on your search journey? Yeah. When I was analyzing the best way to go about it, I, I looked at all the options. And for me, it came down to what I determined was going to give me the biggest probability of success. So it's aligned the the critical areas that that I wanted to and from what I'd learned in in my previous experience. Look, I was lucky in when I reached out to SME Ventures, you know, Jake was able to assist me in looking at the pros and cons in different models because it is the mutual selection process. It needs to be the right fit for the person at that time. And And as you've said, there's no wrong or or right way to go about this. What I wanted was someone who could guide me through the process. Um, Jake had a phenomenal reputation in the industry. You know, he had launched multiple people like me who had bought business. And when I started exploring the mechanisms that we would use to, to achieve our goal, we were very much aligned in our approach. And, you know, I guess what I learned from going through that process is I was so fixated on can you help me with the cap raise? How do I go about getting this initial search capital raise? You know, 
I don't have the network that can do that. Or if I do, I, I want it to come from other investors. What I wish I'd focused on was centering my questions around once I have the money, what do I do? Because mm. a, a question that I've been advising people to do is let's just say you've got money in your account today. What are you going to do? How are you going to organize your outreach? How are you going to schedule your time? What resources are you going to need? Do you have the skill set to be able to go through the diligence process? You might be great at running a business, but you might not be great at searching. You might be great at elements of the search, but you may not be great at, at a few other things. So that's something that that Jake and I really, really work well in. We, we looked at the elements of what's involved in the search phase. We said, okay, this is where SME Ventures can help. This is where your skill set is. Let's do this. And, you know, to, to simplify all of those conversations, we basically said, this is a sales task. You are in, you know, you are, yes, you're buying a business, but it's a sales process. There's outreach. There's, you know, you've got to get a whole lot of things to line up. SME Ventures is going to give you the back end and, and remove a whole lot of those time constraints. That means you are focused on speaking with business owners. Yeah. So we basically said, fill my diary up and I'll just go there and, and be the face of this show. And it's a it's an iterative process as well. So one of the things that I love with working with Jake is he very much puts the searcher at the center of that. You know, that goes all the way through the process. The, the company that I end up acquiring is, is an RTO. That wasn't one of the industries we had originally identified. We found it by me cutting my teeth in some of the brokerage deals. And I looked at this and I thought, this this could be a good fit for me. The industry makes sense. I like a lot of these things. So I gave that feedback on. We went back to the team. The analysts went and crafted a list. We created the outreach and and started it. And, and I ended up acquiring a business from that process. And the you know we have check in calls with with the team, and they even remember finding that company themselves and putting it on the list and going through it. So. It's a great team environment, but you're at the center of it. And Jake's very aware to make it searcher centric, which is which is nice. You don't lose that control. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny what you were saying about the focus on how am I going to raise the money and then kind of forgetting about what you do once you've got it. Quite often when people haven't done something before, they can only see the first hurdle in front of them. They can't see the hurdles that follow. And so I imagine one of the great benefits of working alongside Jake, given that he's seen the end-to-end process so many times, is he can take that helicopter view and he can say, yeah, that's a hurdle but there's another 10 hurdles that follow it. So don't just get fixated on that. You won't be ready for the ones that come after it. So I think that, I mean, to me, sounds like one of the great things because a lot of people do get stuck on just step number one. I think the other thing, you know, quite often in the statistics you hear that partnered searches are quite successful and in, in it, statistically it, it seems more successful than sole searches whether that be finding the business or operating it successfully or whatever and i guess one of the things that that jake's model offers is effectively your partner right so i imagine that through this process he's provided that kind of partnership type approach for you so you weren't kind of out there on your own yeah absolutely i mean i would have done a partnered search if i had a partner Mm. Um, there was just no one at that time. Timing's a funny thing. It's got to be the right person in the right place who's ready to commit to this thing. And, you know, even once you acquire, yes, it, it brings in a whole different dynamic, but SME Ventures gave me the best of both worlds and they had experience. So that, that was another thing, you know, not just another set of hands and someone to assist you with the task, but also just to tilt your head up a little bit and say, hey, this next thing's on the horizon. 
Let's start prepping for that now. So that was one of the things that I loved is the way in which they conduct a structured search. You know, this these pieces don't just fall into place. It's not haphazard. There is a very methodical approach in terms of sequencing and timing and what we do at what stages. And that only gets personified in the in the diligence phase. You know, if, if you haven't done diligence before, there is a there's a there's a, a right way to do it and then there's uh maybe some not some not as good practices. But if you haven't done through that and, and I thought I had done that to a degree, what I learned in in retrospect is I hadn't done that at all. So yeah. so that's where Jake was fantastic in assisting as well. Yeah, great. And so before we jump into this where you're sitting right now in that in that hot seat, reflecting on that search phase now that you have actually done it from start to finish. For people that are thinking about commencing a search and now you're reflecting on that, what would you say to them whether that be things that they might expect that you didn't expect or any kind of particular tips around what they should make sure they're bringing to the table. When determining what type of search to do, I would I would look at what you want out of it. And I would focus on that question of if I had the money today, how is my time going to be utilized? You know, make no mistake about it. This is a sales role. What you need to do is use that golden time. So you're not going to buy a business if you aren't spending your time in front of business owners. So anything that can assist you to do that is golden. That's that's what that's that's the real value. In terms of prep work. Look, I, I think going through the, the exploration process and reading all the, the, the resources that are around and listening to it and having the conversations is good. Day-to-day search life, I think if you're doing it right, can be very mundane, very repetitive. You know, you are having the same conversation with a new business owner. If you're doing it right, you, you know, you should be speaking to you know, upwards of, of, of 40 business owners a week. You're having the same conversation every half hour. Your job is to give a little bit of information, get a lot, qualify, disqualify, move on. And that becomes, you know, that is, it's not as sexy as it sounds. You know, it's a marathon. It, 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 it is, it is. And it's time consuming and it's it's boring. It's not the exciting, hey, I'm working on this industry evaluation and this business model and we're looking at this. You know, you do get there and that's where it becomes really exciting. But in order to progress a deal, you've got to start it and you've got to build your pipeline. So I would be prepared for that in in what the day-to-day tasks require. That's probably the best thing. I I recommend that a lot of people read some form of sales prospecting book just to align expectations. There's a whole lot out there. It reminds you that you're going to get a lot of no's. You're going to have to filter through Mm -hmm. everything. You know, this is a process. So, so reading something along those lines is always good just to, just to make sure you know what you're in for. The other thing I would say is that the market in Australia, I was amazed at the response rate that, that we were able to get. So to put this in context, we were reaching out to 100 plus business owners a week. And we were getting around a low 30%, 33% response rate, which is phenomenal for, for any type of outreach. Yeah. The whole narrative around I'm not a private equity company, I'm an entrepreneur who's got the capital and the resources behind me to go and close a transaction. I didn't initially buy into that as much as other people said it, it had an impact. And what I've learned is absolutely business owners care about that. And that resonates with them. I was amazed at the response. You know, we reach out, I'm, I'm looking to purchase a company in this industry. I've, you know, I've, I've done some research. It looks like yours could be a good fit. People in Australia just respond to that. They really do. 
especially at this end of the market. This is an opportunity for them to create an exit that they've never really had without losing their legacy. So it opens up a whole other gateway that they may have been thinking about. And remember, when we look at the macros and the demographic that we're, we're looking at of business owners, these are around retirement age. They probably have thought of selling the business a couple of times and not really prepped it for it, but it's on the horizon. We know that there's a huge succession plan or failure to have a succession plan in most of these companies. So if you're doing your outreach in a broad context and you know, you're know you contacting a lot of them, I was pleasantly surprised at how much we got back from the market. You know, There are thousands of good companies. I mean, I passed up on a lot of good companies because I wasn't the person to drive value in them, but they were phenomenal companies. And another person in my shoes would have jumped at that. So the market is ripe for it. And I really think people people underestimate just how many good companies there are out there. Mm. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, and it's great to hear that from you because I think if you think about the things that we've touched on, even in this conversation, you know, will I be able to raise the capital? How do I work out what process I go through to start searching? Even once I've done that, after I've managed to get in contact with business owners, will I even take my call? You know, will I be able to find enough businesses to even reach out to? Like all of those questions are the things that searchers sometimes worry about. And so it's great to hear from you that not only are there definitely plenty of businesses that sit within the target range, but when you knock on their door, like a large proportion open. <laughs> so, Absolutely. you know, it, it's, it's, I think that's really encouraging for anyone that's considering commencing a search. And that's where managing your search process becomes so critical. I mean, Jake said to me, before we actually started connecting with business owners, he said, oh, you know, we, we need to look at getting a secretary of service. And I was thinking like, yeah, like maybe when we get there, week two, we were having people just calling in. Hi, I got your email. Would love to chat. You know, yeah. I, I just didn't expect that. I was amazed. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fantastic. It's really good. Okay, so now you're two weeks in and you're in the hot seat, right? And so everything's been building up to this point. And, you know, I think there's no doubt that in 12 months' time, I'll want to have another conversation like this with you so then we can kind of do the year just gone. But in preparation for that conversation that we will have, how are you feeling right now having crossed that threshold and moved into the ownership position and kind of what does the next kind of three months look like for you and the team? I've been really lucky. The owner, well, the ex-owner and I had a great working relationship. The, the business was run under management anyway. So, you know, the, the day-to-day, I was really coming in and adding additional layer on top and, and working with the team. So that made the transition fairly seamless. I also whether you call it fortunate or unfortunate, the, the closing of the deal was delayed uh, a little bit longer than than we hoped. So I, whilst I've only been in the hot seat for two weeks officially, I, I've probably been in the role for the last four or five. And I've managed to get to the different locations and spend time with the people. So so really, you know, it, it was just a case of, oh, we've been doing this for a while anyway. That has a, a huge benefit. And, and again, you know, a reflection point there, which I never thought of during the search is, get involved in the business as soon as you can. It makes the transition easier. It gives the owner peace that someone else is coming in and everything's still going and people are happy. And 
you know, the, the team at, at ACE is, has been fantastic in welcoming me in. So I feel very, very privileged to, to work with the people that, that we have. On the, the, the flip side of that is, I guess, putting on your, your you know, your, your more sophisticated hat and saying, okay, we've got this plan of where we want to take the business. And during the diligence phase and when you build your PPM, you know, you have pre-identified almost the next five years or at least the, the key value creation paths of what you want to do. And you've, you've brought that down to a 100-day plan, which your investors want to see. So a lot of the grunt work's been done in terms of identifying these things. It's now in implementation stage. And as always, when you step into something cold or you haven't been able to make decisions, there is so many things jumping out at you that you want to do. And it becomes a, a case of prioritizing. And I'm I'm still learning that lesson as we go. So I think it's something that I'll keep learning for the next couple of months as well. And that's where having a, a good board and having good people around you can can say, hey, hey, look, you know, this isn't a sprint. We've got time. You know what you want to do. You need to prioritize the tasks going to have the, the impact that you want or start the things that are gonna that are gonna affect your time frame and then just methodically go about your work. So yeah, look, it's it's exciting and you 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 are a bit like a horse in you know that's that's just taken off but it's a long race so i'm loving it so far yeah fantastic well it's really an exciting time and and you know i'm i'm really glad to have been involved in the little way that i have been over that journey because it's been great to watch just so exciting that you know we've got yet another kind of rung on the board there for the Australian search market with you getting to completion there, which is just a fantastic outcome. So given that you are in that hot seat and you are very busy and trying to get those priorities right, I'll wrap up our conversation there, but definitely be putting in a mark in the diary for sometime in the next 12 months to reflect on what your first six months look like. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's, it's been great. You know, I've, I've listened to this podcast a lot with some of the people that you've had on. They've got a lot of experienced people. So yeah, thank you. Enjoy yeah. it. Not a problem. Thanks, mate. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more, please jump onto LinkedIn and find the group Search and ETA Australasia. You can also send me a direct message and I'd be keen to connect. 